coming up next on Home Court Advantage. We want to do a recap here and kind of, you know, give our take on, you know, where the birds stand. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Don't do it, Tim. I'm Don't do it. it. I'm doing it. Don't I'm do doing it. it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Ain't no. Ooh. Welcome to another episode of Home Court Advantage, where we talk about everything from sports to real estate and finances. I am Roger Dixon, and I am joined once again by my brother, Timothy Perkins. Go Birds. And listen, he, gave, he just gave you a little intro. Uh, we, we're going to talk today. We're going to do an Eagles recap. Uh, we did our predictions uh, before the season, and we, we want to do a recap here and kind of, you know, Give our take on, you know, where the birds stand. Um, give Timothy his credit because he did predict that they would be 4-0. Um, I, I was a little concerned. I thought 3-1. Listen, I got I to gotta give take integrity. I, I, I thought 3-1 um, because I was concerned about the Minnesota game. And the funny thing is none of the games were close except for the Detroit game. I mean, the other games, they just they, – they clearly were better. And they were better against the Detroit too. I mean, just – Detroit, you know, made a little run. Um, but that being said, Tim, we need to talk about the reasons why they're 4-0 and what we see for them coming down the road. Um, I know you're a defensive guy and you like, you know, and I want to give some love to the defense because they have been playing extremely well. Um, this defense, what they didn't do last year, I used to, used to drive me crazy. I'm like, hey, can we ever get to the quarterback? Well, now we're second in sacks. Other thing we didn't do last year, we didn't turn the ball over. And we got, I think, 11 turnovers. Yeah. So, you know me. I am going to go and focus on the quarterback and the offense, but I do want to give some love and give you an opportunity to give some love to the defense. And actually, before we get to that, really quick, I, I mean, I almost forgot. Yo, we got to give a shout-out to the Fighting Phils. For sweeping the birds in in, in St. Louis yesterday, uh, to a two, two nothing win, and now we're on to the National League Division Series uh, against the Atlanta Braves. So, just want to give a quick shout out to the to the Fighting Phils. But Tim, what do you what's your thoughts here on the defensive impact, or do you or do you want to kind of like take it game by game because you know for the four we games can, we can start with the defensive defensive impact um, but first let's give kudos to coach Gannon and consultant um, coach Fangio because we were killing Gannon last year we, oh were, my we were killing him and he certainly made the adjustment after the first game obviously you can't give up 35 points and think that you're going to be successful going out throughout the year but he certainly has made the adjustment he's made the adjustment in terms of pressure uh, keeping guys in the right alignments. Um, I think that they started to use Hassan Reddick uh, a little bit better in terms of always putting him in, in coverage. Uh, I liked him the way he played in the Jacksonville game where he was actually on the line trying to pressure the quarterback. So I think that's his more natural position. Um, I know sometimes they're going to have to put him in coverage, but I think that for us to to make that leap like we did in these past four games, we had to put the right guys in the right position. And I thought Jonathan Gannon did a great job with making the adjustments. So Because they struggled. To, they were – listen, in the in first game against Detroit, I'm thinking, here we go again. We can't stop the run because Detroit was running the right. football on us. So, yeah, you got to give him credit for that because now they – you know, we've done a – you know, the previous – the three games 
after De- after Detroit. You know, we've done a really good job against the run. Um, again, getting pressure on the quarterback, turning the ball over. I mean, the Eagles are giving up what about two, I think about two hundred seventy seven yards a game on defense. That's right. pretty darn good, and in, in about sixteen points a game. Um, so. I definitely want to give uh, you know Coach Cannon credit because we we killed them last year. I mean, we were he was being roasted when it was like, hey man, we can't stop the run, we can't get pressure on the quarterback. Um, so we definitely got to give him his props. And you mentioned you mentioned Hassan Reddick, right? You know, I guess I didn't realize because again, you know, I'm offensive guy. I didn't realize the the, the subtle changes for him that were, were made because. You know, I was like, "Where is this guy?" Like me, and is this the same guy that got got all these sacks? Um, you know, uh, his previous stop. I'm like, I- I'm not seeing it. But you've seen it the last couple weeks. Yeah, you've seen it the last couple weeks. Like I said, because they put him in it, it put it, they put him in coverage um, in the previous weeks, and now it allowed him to do what he does naturally, which is pass the um, excuse me, rush the passer. But hat, let's all give a hat tip to also to the rest of the guys on defense. I thought. Um, Obviously, big play Slay um, had some good weeks um, before he got injured. Um, I think that uh, Jordan Davis has come on um, with the limited snaps that he's had. Uh, T.J. Edwards has been a monster in that yeah, middle. Yes. He's been handling. Yeah, he's, a- he's been consistent. Um, Bradbury's been as good as good as built as, as advertised as well. So overall, the defense. Um, Kazir White. I don't want to leave him out, but. I think overall the defense has been playing lights out these past four games, and they've been, you know, again just a hat tip to Jonathan Gannon for getting those guys in position. So, and, and you know what, I gotta get, so in the Jacksonville game, right? So last week, right, get off to a bad start. You're, you know, bad weather. You know, down fourteen nothing, um, and and big play Slay, it goes out after the first series, right? You know. Um, we lose two offensive starters on offensive linemen, and man, that team showed some character and resiliency. And I'll tell you, when 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 Darius Slay went out, I was really concerned. I was like, oh god darn it! Now they're gonna they they they're gonna pick one or or one corner. Um, and those guys held up pretty good. I mean, yeah. they they held up yeah. pretty good. I, now, yeah, granted, you know. It was rain, wasn't great weather to throw the ball down the field. Um, but they held up pretty good, and they got pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, yeah, big, big, you know, big up to the defense. But, hey, man, you know, for me, just like most franchises realize, it revolves around the quarterback. Yeah. And, man, I could not wait to talk about Jalen Hurts, right? I mean, you're talking about a guy right now. That um, so he has more yards passing than the Eagles have given up on defense, right? He's averaging two so he's averaging two hundred eighty yards a game passing, and that's including the Jacksonville game last week where you got bad weather, rain, you couldn't throw the ball down the field. That wasn't conditions to right. throw the ball down the field, right? right? right. So he had like two hundred four yards passing, um, but he's got, he's got averaging two hundred eighty yards passing. He's got four touchdowns, two interceptions. The one interception. Was not his fault. That was a deflection off of you know the play, player's hand. I think it was Gainwell. Um, so he's got a legit one bad interception where you know last week against Jacksonville with a pick right. six. That was just a bad decision right. to make that throw right. in traffic. Um, but overall, 
I mean, you get 200 yards a game. He's he's rushing, right? So he doesn't. He's not like it's not crazy numbers, right? It's really really good numbers, but it's not like, hey, this guy's rushing for over 100 yards a game. I mean, he's got 205 yards rushing on the season, right? Um, and although he only has four passing touchdowns, you got to factor in he's got four rushing touchdowns, which is amazing. Yeah, so it's, just, it's amazing. I, I like the I like the balance with which he's playing with, and for me, you know. The telltale sign was last week, right? Eagles first time being down in the season. You immediately go down 14 nothing. You think this is a disaster. He throws a pick six and then and Jackson was up 14 nothing and you're like, "Whoa, what just happened?" in a blink of an eye. Well, just him, the team, the coaching staff, there everybody was calm. It was like, "Okay, no big deal. We're the better team. We'll take care of business. We will get this thing on track." And I saw no panic in Jalen Hurts whatsoever. The thing that one of the things I love about him is he doesn't change. His demeanor does not change. Right. Right. You're like the guy throws a pick six and he's okay. Walks off the field, talks to the coaches. All right, we'll get back on. And the next thing you know, boom, we run off what? What do we run off? 29 straight? Man, I that says something. Right, that's that's just and those guys feed off of that too. Yeah, I mean they feed off of that big time. You can see it not just on the <clears> offensive <throat> side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball. I think actually they got, if you need to me, they think they got amped, more amped up to play them um, because they knew what the position they were in. They knew that you know we got a couple guys down, we need to step it up, and I thought they did that. Um, I think Jalen knows when to, you know, turn it on in terms of the running game when his passing game may be just a little bit off. Or he needs to make the adjustment where they're looking for him to pass, and things are open in the way he needs to, you know, made it need to open. So he'll run the ball, and I think he's being being cautious about. And I'm saying that because he's not he's taking his time and getting his feel for the defense. He'll pick his spots to run the ball, which is good. And then when those lanes open up from the pass, he'll pass. So I think he's doing a great job with, like, like you said, balance. But balance. Yeah. Um, I think going back to the defense, if we just could go back just a little bit. Those guys stepped in, that DB stepped in, and I think it was another individual who got hurt. Um, and I think it was Josiah Scott. Scott, uh, yeah, yeah, he it stepped, was. He stepped in, yeah. and it was a little bit sketchy at the beginning, but he made the adjustment um, because that, that score by Agnew, he was a, seemed like he was out of place, out of position. But uh, he made the adjustment. Um, they recovered, as, the, as I thought the defense would. And those guys just stepped up. I mean, next man up mentality is is it's really going on with this team. Well, well, think about on the offense side of the ball, right? Here, here we go, guys. I'm going back to offense. Shocker. Um, so think about the offense side of the ball. We 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 lost two offensive linemen, right? And it was like, I mean, I mean, when that happened, I was like, oh my goodness, hey, what, what's going to happen here, right? And I got to tell you, I got to give, uh, you know, coaching staff credit because. They said, you know what? We want to run this football. And bad weather, we lose two offensive linemen. Let's not put Jalen in jeopardy by having him drop back there, you know, 30 times in the second half. And they said, you know what? We're going to, we're going to run this football, and we're going to turn this into a Miles Sanders day. And Miles Sanders, hallelujah, he came, he came to play. You had not seen this from him I don't remember seeing it. I mean, maybe I, you know, maybe probably he had a game or game. two. His probably his best game. I would ever. think so. Yeah. And and the thing about it is, the number of carries, right? Mm. You know, him having those number of carries. I think would he end up with twenty four, twenty five carries, something like that. Twenty three. So twenty three. So, so with the number of carries, 
the number of carries in that weather to handle the ball in that weather and have confidence. We're going to give it to him. And guess what? He actually scored two touchdowns, right? What was the big thing last year? Miles, they, they won't give him the ball inside the five. He doesn't score or he doesn't score touchdowns in the, in the red zone. And, you know, this show the confidence in your offensive line and him to say it's bad weather. We're giving them the football and we are just going to pound it down their throats. That's why Jalen's numbers passing were very pedestrian, right? I mean, you know, the 204 yards, but it's the it is the game didn't call for him to do that, and the conditions didn't allow for him to throw the ball down the field. That's the thing that I also think should be highlighted is what did we talk about last year? People were complaining about his deep ball, and they're throwing the ball down the field. Oh, I mean, absolutely. the first the first three games again. The Jacksonville game last week aside with the weather, they were throwing the ball down the field. Now, you know, A.J. Brown's got something to do with that too, right? He's got – he clearly has a comfort level with him. Yes. Clearly. Yes. Um, so, I don't know, man. I just – I like the development I'm seeing out of Jalen. Um, and I'm just – I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We got Arizona today. Um, which we haven't – I think we haven't won in Arizona since like 2001 or something like that, something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I am – and guess what? We are five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. What does that tell you? Vegas is saying to you we are clearly the better team. Yes, yes. I'm going to do a stat correction for Miles Sanders. Um, he was tw- he carried the ball 27 times for 134 yards and two touchdowns. That's getting it done. It's getting it done. That's getting it done, it's getting man. getting it done. That is absolutely getting it done. Yeah. And that's getting it done by the coaching staff yeah. to, to, to say, eh, we got it. Because the thing is, the tendency when you're behind is to, we got to throw the football, we got to throw the football, right? Yeah. And one of the things that we, so with this, the stat with the Eagles is their second quarters this year have been just absolutely dominant. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've dominated teams in the second quarter. Yeah, look, I get a little concerned they haven't scored a lot in the second yeah. half. Um, but they're still scoring numbers. I mean, you know, even though, like, let's take the Washington game, right, where they only scored 24 points, right? It was at 24 to 8. That game felt like it was 40 to 10. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like it was yeah. not and, – and even announcers were like, yeah, this game is not as close as the score is indicating. Right. Um, yeah, they skins commanders had no chance, no no chance at all in that game. You said the skins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, we go from yeah. Washington football yeah. team, the skins, Washington football it's team, the after, commanders. After fifty two years, it's, it's hard. But another hat tip off. Just speaking of the offensive line and for the lineman who stepped up in in lieu of uh, Simalo getting injured in Mayalata, a hat tip off to Coach Dowling, Hall of Fame coach. He always has those linemen ready. Um, hat tip off to Howie to having the depth that are on our team to have the offensive line where the next guy can step in and we can run that ball and or pass the ball without a beat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm looking going forward here. Um, I guess we should probably pull their schedule up if you don't remember by heart. Um, I obviously I know the next two weeks, right? We got Arizona today and then the Dallas game. Um, which it'll be interesting to see what happens. You want to do the next the next four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the next four obviously today is Arizona Cardinals, and that's in Arizona. Uh, the following game is Dallas Cowboys, which is at home. Uh, the following week would be the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, and that would give us to Week Eight. Then, then, then was it? Is there the Texans or somebody? The Texans are the following week. Yo, I, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Don't do it, Tim. I'm don't going, do it. I'm doing it. Don't I'm doing do it. it. I'm doing it. 
I'm doing it. Eight no. Ooh. Eight no. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Nine and no. That includes the Texans game. Ooh. And I so, said it. I'm saying it with my chest. So nine and zero. So I I I kind of agree with you. Uh, so, come on now, you gotta be either ten toes in no, or no, ten no, toes no. out. So the only so the only game that that gives me pause is because it's a divisional game. Is is the Dallas game, and what's unknown now? Now that's at home, so I I do think we're gonna win that game. But what's unknown here? And Dallas's defense is very good. Yes, they are good. What's unknown here is what happens today with Cooper Rush against the Rams, right? Because that you know they're talking about Dak coming back against us. Uh, next week, um, then I hear reports that he's really not gripping the football that well. It seems fast to me. So, as an Eagles fan, what do you want to see t- today with Dallas and the Rams? Do you want to see Cooper Rush play well? Dallas or, or D- Dallas or Dallas win the game? Even if he doesn't play well, just plays okay. Dallas wins the game, and he stays the starter next week against us. Or do you want to see them get hammered and then they rush Dak back? Well. Again, if, if or if, does it not matter? Um, I would rather see them at full strength, whether that's with Cooper or with Dak. If he's ready, then I would rather see Dak. If he's not ready, obviously I'd rather see Cooper. As an Eagles fan, um, I don't want to hear any excuses. Um, I don't want to hear any excuses that we didn't have our our best players that played against the Eagles. So whoever that best player is, whether it be Cooper or Dak, so be it. But I want all their best players on the field. And I still believe we'll beat them. Yeah, yeah. And then the game's at home. Um, I definitely, definitely like our, our chances. Like I said, that game just gives me pause again because it's a division game, right? I mean, those division games, even though, man, I watch, I look at our division, the commanders are no good, right? We obviously, we see that. I mean, it's not. And the Giants, that is the biggest mirage of a 3 and one team I've ever seen because they are horrible. Daniel Jones had 73 yards passing last week. Like, I mean, they, they are not a good football team. You know, you, you're going to have some – you're going to have a loss in the division, right? And I think that if it, it – it's, it's probably likely to be Dallas. But I think it would be the Dallas game towards the back end of the season in Dallas if that's going to happen. Could be. Could but be. So, so, so that being said, I'm all in. I'm all in. Beat Arizona. Beat Dallas. Take care of uh, – who's got that? Is it Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I'll tell you, Kenny Pickett is now starting for Pittsburgh. Can he, can he small hands Pickett? Although, you know – they seem pretty high on him. Um, I'm not concerned about the Pittsburgh game. Um, you know, like I said, their offensive line is not very good. They don't score a lot of points. Um, and you got a rookie quarterback starting. So I'm not concerned about that game. You know, obviously, obviously no one's concerned about the Texans. Um, although I don't, don't, I don't want to make me eat my words because if I recall at the, when we did the um, – show earlier doing the predictions I did call Jacksonville a high school team <laughs> so and and they actually are they, you get pretty solid team. credit they They're are solid team. way better than that yeah. you know because they had that mess last year with um Urban uh, Meyer, Urban Meyer. Yeah. um but no the Texans no we're not 
Who the heck's I, Texans quarterback? I, I was, Who's I was, the Texans quarterback? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. That's yeah. it. I was about to say Foreman Mills. I, I would um, say I would say they're not they're not a bad team. I think they're somewhat solid. Um, but I do obviously I still believe that we're going to be able to to win. I just don't think they're going to be just some pushover either. I think they'll probably put up the same amount of points as. Where's that game at though? That that game is in Houston. I think they at least put up seventeen points up. Maybe. Yeah, which is 14, about 14, 17 points up. It's about our average. But I don't think they're just going to be this pushover either. Um, but um, again, at the end of the day, which is more important, uh, we will be 9 and 0. So, Tim, you, 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 you were bringing up. And that's um, bar injury. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Any of this yeah. stuff is, you know, when you get an injury, that changes everything. Tim, you were bringing up some of the stats comparing the Eagles in Dallas. You were the, the defensively and offensively, right? Yes. So, so defensively, we're pr- we're pretty similar, right? I mean, they're they're giving up a few less points, I mean, like fifteen points a game. They're giving up. They're giving up fifteen point three, and we have like seventeen point seven points per game. And and what about now? Keep in mind, what, it's it's really like sixteen points a game because one of those is a was the pick six that Jalen threw last week. That I mean, really, the defense doesn't get shouldn't get penalized for that. Um, but offensively, Dallas was was scoring like eighteen points a game. Offensively, yeah, eighteen points per game, averaging eighteen points per game. Yeah, yeah, and that's with their big eruption of twenty five last week. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, we're 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 better than them. Um, the thing that concerns me, like I said, about them is two things: is division game and the fact that their defense is really good. That defense is really Micah Parsons, man. He's 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 a, he's legit. Yeah, he, he's that dude. He's so that dude. so so that's probably my one concern in this trek to nine and zero. Um, but I think our coaching will will trump their coaching. I think our coaching would 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 uh. I think we'll will we'll right, we'll do a lot better. Let, listen, let's let's let's. <laughs> Let's let's give this coaching staff a chance to to uh, establish some consistency, right? I mean, they, clearly they've gotten better and, and they've made changes and adjustments. And I know Dallas. We think of Dallas and Mike McCarthy, and he's yeah. I don't I don't I don't know why he's the Coach head Sirianni, coach. coach McCarthy. Which one? Would yeah, you yeah, no have? question, no question, Coach Sirianni. Um, but I will tell you that our coaching staff. While they're growing and developing, I mean, there's still some things like some decisions. So I'll give you an example uh, against Jacksonville, right? They got bailed out. They went for it on uh, fourth. That was I think it was 18. It was it was a, maybe 15 seconds left or something. Right, right. And and they went and they went for it. not a four, not the fourth down play, the third down play. I think it was under 15 seconds, and they called a running play, right? And I'm like, oh my god, they they have no more timeouts. What the what what the heck is he doing? And what happened? I think there was a penalty there. They got they they, they got the clock stopped. Um, and then at that point, I'm thinking, well, he's just gonna just just take the kick the field goal. He's gonna take the points. And Jalen bails him out. Right, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that was not the best decision there. First of all, 
I'm not. And saying, you had timeouts. Yeah, I'm not saying. I believe I believe they had at least two timeouts. No, no. When they ran the ball, they didn't. That was the issue. They ran the ball on third down, and they had no timeouts. And it was under. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Or 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 he didn't call the timeout. I think they had one or, at least yeah, one, or, one or, timeout. Yeah, maybe they had one timeout and he didn't call yeah, it. Yeah. And he didn't call it. And he and he and when he, when they ran that ball, I was like, wow, man, I, this is you really playing. It was getting dicey because when Jalen made the throw or the run rather, that was the run for the touchdown, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. When he had the when he made that run, it, that pretty much it was like three seconds left in the half. I mean, it was pretty much. I mean, that was. Pretty much going to be the last play. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I say that to say that they still have some growing to do. I'm not ready to to, to put them on the Bill Walsh coaching oh, tree no, yet. No, no, right? no, no. Right? I'm know, not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you they said relative to Dallas. Relative to Dallas, I think they're they're much better, and I think that you can see their progression from game to game. Um, obviously, there's some things they need to work on, much like a lot of other teams yeah, need yeah, to work yeah. on. Um, time management and play calling, but I think they they have pr- improved well enough that I think that by the time they do play Dallas, that they will overcome Dallas. Um, so, so with time management, right, and and play clock, I think it's it's a change. It's it's been like this for a number of few years in the NFL. Where you remember back in the day, right? You'd, you'd snap the ball with fifteen seconds left on the play clock, ten seconds left on the play clock. Now teams. Want their quarter? They want to get the last minute look, right? So you get the quarterback up there, right? They identify the mic, all of that stuff, and defenses have become so sophisticated, right, where they make quick little slight adjustments before the ball snap, and so they want to wait to the last minute. So I, when you when I watch football, it seems like every snap is going down to yeah. the last. But that's caused some teams some wins too. The Tampa Bay game, I think that was uh, when he played Green Bay. Um, that was something that was it was similar in nature. He went up to the line. He called uh, Tom Brady went up to the line, called the play, um, looking at the defense. And again, it's down to the last few seconds. They didn't get the playoff, and it caused a, a delay a game. Delay game, yeah. So yeah. you know, I understand that obviously the method and the reason behind it, but sometimes you just got to get up there and already had that play and snap the ball. Too. Yeah, it's especially because I think teams are or. Expecting you to wait to the last second or two on the play clock to snap it, and then and then sometimes when when teams do it when there's short yardage, you know, like I'm like, what are you doing? Right. It's 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 fourth and one, right. you're going for it, or third right. and one, whatever, right. and you and you're just doing a quarterback sneak or you're just handing off it. Just get up, snap the ball, and just go. Right. Especially if you have the the you know a, a good offensive line. Right. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I I, I sometimes I'm watching and I'm like. Yeah, just snap the ball already. Um, I mean, what what else? What are you you going to see right. in this extra last extra second or two? Um, but you know what do I know. I'm not you know uh, Nick Sirianni. I'm not an NFL coach. So we're thinking right now that we're looking at nine and zero. So then I'm going to ask you, when do you think their first loss comes in? I mean, that's. I mean, I I, I got to tell you. So after the Texans. You got the you got the commanders. You got the commanders. <laughs> and that's not. And initially, I thought the Colts would be their first loss, but after watching Indianapolis um, and just the way their line is playing, I just don't see them losing that game. And Jonathan Taylor is hurt. 
John, well, he's hurt, but that's week eleven. I think so he'll, he'll be back, he'll by, be then. back by then. Um, but so, I just don't. I don't see that being a, a a a game where we should lose. So you're saying Green Bay is the first? Green Bay is at home. That could be. That could be one of. The, that could be a loss. Could be. So so that would get so that so that would could be, be that would be eleven I'm, and I'm, one. I'm still I'm still I'm still on the fence with the Packers game because they have not looked. They, they haven't look looked great. the best, no. you know, and I just think that with but what Rob- week, but week is but think about this though. That's so. What I will say about that is that's what week. Uh, that is week twelve. Twelve. I'm going to tell you that Aaron Rodgers is going to develop some more cohesiveness with those young receivers by then, right? The the one kid it was a Dobbs. Look, he actually looks like looks good. He can play. Looks good. Um, and I think he's going to develop. With those guys. And Watson, too. Watson's coming on now. Yeah, I I think that he is by then. So I'm going to say that could be a loss. Um, I mean, what do you have at the beginning of the season? 14? You you have 14 wins? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's looking pretty promising. It's, It's hard for me. It's hard for me to say definitively that that's a loss considering that it's at home um, and, and or the way we are playing because just as much as we're saying that Aaron Rodgers is progressing and he's getting he's going to yeah, with, well. with his, his receivers so is Jalen. Well I'm not saying definitively I'm just right. saying if we're pointing a spot on the schedule where we think there's going to be a loss right? There, there has to be right I mean we're not going to start the season 12-0 and 0, right I mean it just just come on. We just got a law of average. It has to be. So I would think there's a spot. Um, where's the Colts game? The Colts game is in Indianapolis. Yeah, I don't – listen, <sighs> that could be too. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying if I'm, – again, I'm not saying definitively. I'm just the saying – The way I'm watching Matt Ryan play ball. The, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, nah. Nah. yeah, but for them – their identity is running the running football. Running the ball. If you stop the run, their identity is running the football. Yeah. And it, and it, and if if and Jonathan Taylor is one of the best. Yes. So if yeah. they get going, I mean, they can absolutely control the clock. Um, and so so what what I've noticed too, like last year, our defense spent way more time on the field, right? Defense spent way more time on the field, and. You know, some of it was because of them just giving up long drives, but then also some of it was just, you know, the offense going threeing out, right? And now, you know, the offense is, is, has more sustained drives. So if you get in a game with the Colts and, and if they are able to run the football successfully, then that defense starts to look a little different, right? You want to feel longer, you're getting you're more tired. Um, offense is not getting – the time, because I mean, time of possession too, right? I mean, the Eagles are just better at every stat this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and, and 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 guys, what I'm trying to do here is, I'm trying to talk myself off of the ledge because I, I just I don't want to say we're going to be twelve and zero. You're you're asking me right now as it relates to the Colts, Colts, and for what I've seen in four games. Um, as compared to what I've seen with the Eagles. And I'm saying this objectively. I just don't believe with the the, def- the way the defense is playing, and again, barring injury, 
I just don't believe that they will do enough to beat us. It may be a close game, but I don't think they will do enough to beat us. And the, and the Colts had one good game this year, right? right. The Kansas City game. Right. Right. And, and and I'm not so sure if it was they had a good game. Kansas City just had a really bad, <laughs> bad day. Um, so I can't – 12 and 0, man. Say it. I'm, say I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to – listen, say you, you got me to commit to 9 and 0. I'm not committing to 12 and 0. So you so you're saying that we'll be we'll lose to the Packers. That's what you're saying. If I had to say that there's if where, where there's likely a, where there's a greater chance, I should say, of a of a loss on the schedule, mm-hmm. that's I'm going to say that game. Okay, even though we're playing at home. Yep, I'm going to say that game because and, and is that a prime time game? It probably is. Because um, because I'm gonna say because part of it is my reverence for Aaron Rodgers. He, I, he's just so 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 good, um, and I think that that is at eight twenty. Yeah, I thought it was. So yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say if okay. when I look at that, when I look going down this schedule, um, that's one where I see this of the games on on the schedule to to the first twelve games that looks. One with the greatest chance for a loss okay. to me. Okay. Greatest chance That's for a loss. That's what you're going with. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, listen, I'm leaning 11 to 1 is not bad. I'm, I'm leaning the <laughs> other way now. 11 to 1 is not I, bad. I would agree to some degree that that, that poses the, 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 the best chance for them to lose, or if I could say that right. But I think they'll be 12 and 0. Okay. All right. So. Some things twelve and zero. Um, listen, I but if they're ten and two, I'm thrilled, right? I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> if they're ten and two, and 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 probably several games ahead in the division, and probably in, sitting in the number one spot in the conference. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm I'm not complaining. I'll take if if you saw at the beginning of the season, if you said Nick Sirianni. You're going to be ten and two, tops your division, tops in your conference. You think he wouldn't say sign me up for that right now? He would. Yeah. So he would. I, and the only reason I say that is because, you know, just things happen, right? You gotta, you know, you gotta play these games, and people have good days, bad days, um, bad calls, bad bounces. So it, I'm it would, saying it would depend on how you would lose. Yeah, to me, it would depend on. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So I don't see any. I don't see anybody in that schedule where I'm like, man, they're going to be clearly better or dominate mm-hmm. the Eagles. No, I don't see that. Um, but I could see a bad bounce, a bad day, or something here and there where, okay, now you you've got a loss or two mm-hmm. in these first twelve games. Right. I, yo, I'm I'm cool with that. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not committing to 12-0, folks. Tim is committing to 12-0. I'm more like an 11-1, 10-2, and I'm happy. Um, You know, we got to remember where this team was last year and and the strides they've made. Um, It's funny. They were saying, you know, Eagles, are they ready for the Super Bowl? And so they interviewed Donovan McNabb. And Donovan said, you know, that they're a year or two two away. away. Yeah. Right? You know, and that may be part of McNabb. You know, because he didn't win a Super Bowl. But I, I kind of agree with that a little bit because you, you normally ha- – there's a progression you go through to win a Super Bowl, 
right? You don't normally, like you think about Cincinnati last year. They didn't win, they got there, but there's a progression you go through, right? You don't just go from winning six, seven games to, okay, I'm Super Bowl champ. That just normally doesn't happen in the NFL. Um, and and, there's, a, and there's, a, there's a growth period. now. But we can say that about our 2017 team. We were 9-7 and seven the year before. Yeah, nine and seven though is. We were nine and seven last year. Yeah, but did any and and we made the playoffs. Yeah, but did, yeah, but yeah, and that, there you go. We made the playoffs. But what? How did we feel after getting smashed by Tampa in the playoffs? How did we feel like at that point? Did we did we feel like if we had lost to Tampa in a close game? I think we would have been like, you know what? This was a good successful season. After getting hammered and people like, whoa, wait a second, Tampa just showed you the blueprint. We got some work to do. You didn't feel that great about I, it. I think we are worlds apart from that team to this. Team. I agree, and that's my point. That there's a progression, and you got to, and you, and to me. But what know, I'm saying is, you're you're thinking of it. You think of it as a, as a larger leap. I don't think it's a larger leap. I think that they've taken the they they take the natural steps. I don't think we need to take a whole nother leap, another two years no, 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 no. to I get to a I point where we can consider that, us going to the Super no, Bowl. No, 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 no. And, and I'm saying I didn't say go to Super Bowl. And cause the question to Don wasn't going to Super Bowl, it was winning the Super Bowl. I I think they can I win think the Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. And and so what I what I'm what I'm saying is I don't think that you need another big leap. Right. Right? Clearly you clearly you don't. If you look at it if this team ends up you know, one or two in their conference. Yeah, then you're not. You don't need a big leap to win the Super Bowl. Right. But I do. I can see another year of that with you know with Jalen maturing. Now, here's what they have to watch out for: is when he says two years, I'm like, well, yeah, but now you got some of these guys old. go older. Fletcher yeah. Cox, Brandon yeah. Graham. Some of these guys have been playing that are right. older. So I think that it's not a two year. I think it's you know a year is the Reasonable window for them. I think I think the window is now. I, I do um, because this guy's already been in the league for three years. Um, I think that there's a lot of parity um, in terms of our division. I don't see there's a team in the NFC that's like head and shoulders above us anyway. Uh, I think that we could beat if given the chance. If we are on our game. I think we can beat any team in the NFC. It's the AFC that we have to work. Yes. About. Yeah. All right. There's Buffalo out Buffalo there. Buffalo and Kansas City. Buffalo and Kansas Buffalo City. Buffalo and Kansas City. That's, yeah, that's, those are the two teams. That, and that's and that's why for me. So we need I, to, we, we can get to the Super Bowl. I think if we develop to that degree where we are not not predictable, where we are being, you know, each 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 uh, game presents its own challenge. To me, like when you look at Kansas City, you can't just key on one person. No. You can't keep, keep oh. and and I think that once we get to the point, and, and they I have think the best we will. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we once we get to that point where you just can't focus on one or two people, and and everybody on that threat, everybody on that offensive side is a threat, and that defense is stepping up, which what they're doing right now. You know, you got Dallas clicking, Miles clicking, Quez clicking, Devontae clicking, AJ Brown. You got all those guys clicking at one time. I think we can beat those teams in the AFC. We haven't got there yet. I think we're in the way. We're, I think we're on our way of, to getting there, but we'll see. And the other thing important about but that, I don't, think, I don't think it's going to take a year for us to do well, that. Well, but the other thing that's important about that time window is we mentioned some of the key players getting older, but also Jalen's still on his rookie deal. 
Um, million bucks, like we talked about this before, poverty level in NFL quarterback, million dollars a year, right? They're going to have to – I think they're going to – if he continues this progression this year and if they are as successful as we think they're going to be, number one in their conference, if they're winning a playoff game or two – they are going to pay him next year. Is going to he's going to get paid. He's going to have to, and and it's he's going to have to. no question. And that's going to change yeah. things. And now it's like, ooh, can we bring back this person? Can we afford to bring? So so that's why I think the window has to be a year window. I don't think when you start pushing out two years or more, I'm like this team is going to look different because they're going to have to pay the quarterback. Now what Howie has done is with the draft picks. Yes. With the draft picks, yes. what he has done is he's done a great job of setting himself up to where, hey, if I if, if Jalen doesn't progress and I need to go in to the draft and get a quarterback next year, I got the you know the artillery to do it. But if I don't need to go get a quarterback, now I can really do some things and fill in. So that if we lose some of these other guys, these you know the Fletcher Cox, the Brandon Graham's, he can I, go replace them. I, I I must say, you know, as I've looked at. Not just their play, but their interaction with each other on and off the field. And I was a little hesitant in thinking this. Tim, Tim hangs out with these guys, by the way, too. Just want to well, let y'all know. Well, I mean, he goes, well, you he know, goes I've, bowling I've, with I've, I've, I've done enough research. I've, I've, I've watched enough Instagram. I've watched <laughs> enough Twitter. Uh, I don't necessarily <laughs> hang out with these guys. But just to – the interaction. Tim went, I, to, Tim went to see Woman King with Jalen Hurts and uh, A.J. Brown. <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> um, I just believe this gives me this 2017 vibe. Um, you got a nice mix of younger guys and older guys. These guys are playing for each other. Um, it seems like it's it's they love being around each other as opposed to the Eagles, how they were post-Super Bowl, where things, the, things start falling apart and the wheels went off the wagon. Um, these guys are really, again, they just love playing with each other, love playing for the coach, love, love being on the field with each other, on and off the field. And they give me that, again, give me that vibe. And to me, that translate may translate into some good things later on in the season. I got you, bro. I'm with you. I'm not with you to 12-0, though. I'm just, I just, just because just that's just the skeptic in me, um, the cautious nature in me. Um, I'm happy if they're eleven and one, ten and two. I want you through nine and zero though. Nine and zero. I I I signed up. We're 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 there. So we're gonna see. Um, starts this afternoon. Five and a half point favorite on the road, which tells you that Vegas says we are clearly the better team. But now look, we got to get it done. Um, I don't know what's is is uh, Darius Slay playing today? Yes. We, okay, so he's yes. back. Malata's out. Malata's out. Darius is playing. I think um, Siamalo is playing. He's playing. Okay, so all right. Let, listen, man, we got to go get it done. This is this is. And Devontae's out. Oh yeah, Devontae yeah. Maddox. Is yeah, out. yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, listen, I, we should still get this win, and we will revisit this again, folks. We will be back. Um, I, I think we definitely got to be back after the twelfth game to see, you know, if Tim's twelve and up. Listen, I I'd rather be wrong. I I mean, I I sincerely. Hope that you are right and we are twelve and zero. Nothing will make me happier. Um, again, I'm just exercising some cautious optimism. That's it. Okay. All Go right, guys. Ahead. Well, listen, we're going to wrap this up, and we want to thank you again for joining us on Home Court Advantage, where I remind you that life is about choices. 
And you made the right choice by choosing to listen with us on this podcast. Thank you again. Everyone be safe. Go birds. And go birds. Go birds and go Phils. Go fight Phils. Things are looking pretty good in, in, in Philly right now. We will see you next time. Home Court Advantage is a Golden Heart Media podcast. This has been the Home Court Advantage podcast with Roger Dixon. To keep up to date with new episodes, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rogers Home Court and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts.